What's up, Boston Baddies? It's your girl, Gail. Whoa, plot twist. Whoa, plot twist. It's Shannon and Gail. Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. I know we sure did. You got to spend more time with me. We sure as hell did. Yeah, it was great. We've been spending a lot of time together. We're about to spend more. The next two weekends, you're stuck with me. I know. I'm excited. I'm giddy about like our life right now. (laughs) We have a good thing going, you know? (laughs) We have a good vibe. Well, honestly, like I missed you. Like I think the past like year, well, you're like we've seen each other a lot, but it's been very like scattered and like sporadic because- I wasn't really fully living here and it was just like crazy, but I feel like it's been, it's been so nice just getting to hang out all the time. Yeah. Yeah. The baddies are back. We're back. And we're, and we're trying new places. Where did we go Friday night? The new place on New We Mark? went to, is it Eva or Ava? I don't, I don't know. That's why I was Eva? hearing you. Eva. <laughs> um, it's on Newbury Street. If anyone's ever been to cafeteria, that's, that's where they are, where cafeteria used to be. Yeah. I really liked the vibes on the inside. Yeah, it was good vibes. What did you think? It was cute. I liked it. Um, I got a, I got the steak. I thought it was cooked very well. It was delicious. The wine was really good. I had a good experience. I'm deducting a point. Why are you deducting a point? Because <laughs> all I wanted was a salad with salmon. And they had like maybe four options for salad add-ons. And salmon was not one of them. And you know what it was? Octopus. Okay. Who adds octopus to a salad? Didn't you end up getting salmon on your salad? Because it was a special. So you're deducting a point because you got the thing that because you Because if I go back, they're not going to have salmon. So you're deducting a point in preparation for yes. not having what you want, even though you, and when in fact you got what you want. It's called being proactive. You're proactively Look deducting. It it's a proactive <laughs> yeah. deduction. Yes. Okay. Literally, I asked her, I was like, what are the odds you have salmon? She goes, actually like it's actually special tonight let me go check and she goes we have one piece left it's yours and i was like fuck yeah it is medium well bitch oh she's aggressive today <laughs> i'm actually like cranky. <laughs> what really gross are you happy no i'm actually cranky today. you're cranky today yeah why are you cranky because of my stupid fridge yeah my fridge i paid 150 dollars for some guy to come look at it and tell me that it's not getting enough airflow and that there's nothing we can do about it yeah (laughs) so people who listened last week um for those of you that didn't listen on or for those of you that listened on mute um and don't remember (laughs) what happened abby is in a fight with her landlord because her fridge is like um like making a high-pitched like ringing noise but like no and one I else made you listen to no one can hear it except for her and she's like literally going insane in her apartment and this guy just came in was like yes it's ringing and by the way it's because of the fact that there's like cabinets next to it and there's nothing you yeah. can do so sorry and he left and then he like cleaned it and then it started ringing louder mm-hmm. Love oh that, that sucks me. i like that's like a form of torture i'm pretty sure in some countries um, playing like a high-pitched ringing noise next to someone's ear just for like days. Yeah, well, I'm slowly going insane. And I had to work from home today so that this I could let this guy in and look at my fridge. And it was all for nothing. And now it's not fixed. And I don't know what to do. And I'm now I'm afraid to like send the bill to my landlord because I'm like, can I? Do I, have an, do I have an argument? Like, I don't know. What was, what was like the, the grounds? Yeah, for, what was the grounds for? He said if there's something wrong... I'll reimburse you. And if there's not, I won't. Is there something wrong? I mean, there is. 
your your hearing is wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I mean, the, the the thing that's wrong is that, like, it's not. It's a poorly it, constructed nothing, kitchen. Right, but it's not like there's anything actually wrong. It's just annoying, right? Well, it's, that's, it's not supposed to do that. Right. Well, tell him that. Just tell him the truth and see what he says. Whatever. It's annoying, though. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. I'm also kind of annoyed because I feel like daylight savings time is around the corner. I'm feeling it creep up. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's like this, but Mm -hmm. I feel like in the summer, you know, I'm living my best life, June, July. Totally. And August comes and there's like, I don't know when or where in August, but at some point I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm ready for fall. And then fall comes and I enjoy it for like, three weeks and then i'm like wait shit i miss summer oh okay i don't feel like that i know i'm kind of going through like a a sun withdrawal okay you have like buyer's remorse for fall (laughs) kind of okay you know what's so funny about that peter and i were just talking about daylight savings and like really stop doing it peter yeah i thought i read somewhere that um it's like not a thing anymore i feel like they've been talking about it forever yeah is he it said maybe happening? next year they'll stop. Maybe. Or they'll just keep talking about it. Or they'll just keep it. talking about it. Honestly, I personally like to talk about the things I'd like to do, but we'll never <laughs> do. That's like more my vibe, but I feel like that's also like the government's vibe or whoever like decides daylight savings. <laughs> that's true. Well, right Not now- to get like super political, but like <laughs> daylight savings controversy. Um, no, I do agree that they're like also right now, we start to reach that point where like you wake up for work in the morning, it's dark out. And then you get out of work at night, it's dark out. And then in the winter, like there's like this really creepy time period, probably at some point in like January, where like (laughs) I'll get to the office and it'll still be pitch black out in the morning. Um, And then like I walk into the office, I'm there all day, um, probably don't take a lunch break. And then I leave and it's pitch black out. So I physically go like weeks without seeing the sun. That's like a good. like a vampire. That's not good. Yeah, but it's kind of cool. We need vitamin D. Yeah. And that's why we're going back to Miami. That's why we're <laughs> going back to Miami. Yeah. That is why. We literally just booked it yesterday. Yeah. And I'm already having anxiety about it. Yeah. Okay, so like this whole thing very much happened quickly. I know. So for those of you that have been following oh. podcasts since day one, um, we go to Miami once a year in March and it's fun and crazy. And we go with like 20 to 25 people. We go with a squad. Like yeah. it's the first year it was like 10. And then yep. like the next year it was like 15 and 20. Like, and then it gets like 25 and like, it's just gotten out of hand. So last year it was so insane. We had like almost 30 people. It was, we had this huge house. We were like, all right, we need to like take a break from Miami and next year. Like let's go somewhere else. <laughs> so this like the past like month we were like, all right, you know, maybe we'll go to Colorado this year. Maybe we'll go to Scottsdale. Like, let's look at places. Maybe and we'll go like, out of the country. Yeah, let's do something different. And then literally this past week, like <laughs> six people have like reached out being like, we kind of want to do Miami again. And then all of a sudden, Michael put this group chat together with like 25 people. And before I knew it, people were like planning things and then like booking hotels. And all of a sudden I looked at my freaking text messages today when I was at work and Michael's like, we're booked. And I was like, what is it that just happened in the past 48 hours? I'm so confused. And it all started with your boyfriend at dinner on Friday night being like, I kind of want to go to Miami again. And then Michael got like the spark in his eye. I know. He got the itch to plan something. He does get Miami the itch. was an easy thing. He, he literally- He does. could book it with his eyes closed at this point. Oh my gosh, Michael's a planning addict. Like <laughs> if he doesn't plan for like a few weeks, he's like, what can I, what else can I plan? Like New York is planned. Like we, we have all of our all of our dinner reservations. So um, Gail, me, 
mystery man and Michael are going to Halloween. We're going to Halloween for New York. We're going to New York for <laughs> Halloween. And like everything's booked, like all of our like reservations are set in stone, like everything's good. So, and then we have Friendsgiving in a few weeks, which is, we have it catered. We have everything 37 booked. people. <laughs> 37 people coming. We're renting out my rooftop and we're going to the grand after, like everything is set. So Michael was like, okay, what's next? <laughs> yeah. So obviously Miami's crazy. The next best thing. I'm excited. No, me too. Wait, but I, you went somewhere this weekend without me. Oh. You tried somewhere new. Zuma. Okay. Review. So, please. okay. So for those of you that live in Boston, Zuma, I feel like is one of those like high end restaurants, really hard to get a res at. Um, kind of like a vibe that like everyone wants. Like it's like a thing everyone like should do. I think if you live here and I've always wanted to go, but like, I'm kind of stupid and it'll be like Thursday and I'm like, oh, I'd like to go to Zuma like tomorrow night. And like, obviously <laughs> there's never a reservation. So Michael, so sweet. He actually like made a reservation there randomly like a month ago without really telling me. And then was like, oh, by the way, we're going to Zuma next week, um, which was super cute of him. And again, like the planning, mm -hmm. I need that. Thankful that I have that. He's going to plan your wedding. He's, I know. <laughs> You're not going to do shit. <laughs> yeah. But I will say decoration stuff is me is you i do like to have that. okay so but you go um, to zuma just the two of you love that so we went to zuma um it was amazing like the vibes in there are just like awesome it's in the four seasons it's hotel sushi, right? it doesn't feel like it's in a hotel at all though but it's like very bougie um yes like sushi asian fusion um they like you order everything and they bring things out as they come so it's like kind of shareables and stuff very expensive. I guess they said that their bar is like in the top 15 bars in the entire world. Like their Dubai bar, like their everything is like taken. So I think Zuma, I don't think it started in Dubai, but for some reason he mentioned that their, their bar in Dubai is like one of the best bars in the world and everything is like handcrafted from there. And I'm not kidding when I say that I, like the cocktail I ordered was probably the best drink I ever had. Really? It was so good. What what was it? Vodka, tequila? It was, was it? uh vodka. It was the um rhubarb. So it's Ooh. like a rhubarb. Um I literally have like I have written down what's in it because I wrote I took How much was it? Was it like thirty dollars? It wasn't no, it may be like <laughs> twenty. Okay. I'm like as if that's better, but um <laughs> Okay. So it looked pretty, so I'll I'll give you that. Okay, the rhubarb. So, rhubarb's. Oh no, it's sake. Rhubarb's um, sake, vodka, passion fruit, lemon. Ooh. So good. It was just like they have like their own rhubarb that's like seasonal, and they like it's like not flavoring. Like it's actual. Like they get rhubarb, they like grind it for like they do everything like organically, like from hand, and you could just like tell because everything was so rich. And then I didn't try this, but this is the other one I wanted to get. And please someone get this here and let me know how it is. Cause it looks amazing. The lychee and rose petal martini. It's rose mm. petal vodka, lychee, um, pechons and lemon. It just, everything was, the vibes are immaculate. Good place for like a birthday dinner. I would love to go back with like a big group. It has like a kind of like a Miami vibe. It's just, it's cool. You can like get dressed up. Is I it like, it. so it has a good vibe. So it's not like awkwardly quiet on the inside. No. Okay. Why would it be awkwardly quiet? I don't know. I feel like sometimes nice restaurants, it's like. No, it's a little bit more like of a bougie, like there's like mu some music playing, not like crazy, like um, freaking Bayoli vibes, okay. but like, <laughs> like there's not like bottle girls, but like, no. it's like, it's, it's nice, but like more of like a Miami like type yeah. vibe. You could be loud there and like people were having like business dinners, like drinking and like, 
it was cool. Definitely recommend that you go there. Amazing. Awesome. And then, yeah, and then I got microneedling done on Sunday and my nails done because- Okay, wait, what is microneedling again? It's when they take needles and jab them in your skin. They have like this needle-like gun. What's, what's the purpose? Because I've never done it. So it's supposed to like the needles, it's a, like a bunch of like needles that like penetrate your skin really deeply and they like roll it over your face with this like machine and they go in really deep and basically it causes like this trauma to your- skin and then it makes your it forces your like skin to like turn over its cells um so it's really good for like hyperpigmentation um like acne scarring um wrinkles dark spots everything like that it's so good i have enough trauma i don't know if i need that right now (laughs) i've had enough enough where'd you get it done it's called skin health um centers it's right on newbury street i think it's like 37 newbury street i've been to two different girls they're both amazing um whoever you go to there is really really good i love them okay maybe when i'm like healed from my past trauma i'll go but yes i think that's cute yeah it's like a good i love that good idea um how about you my darling other than that, I'm freaking living my best life. I've been on a, a I know I used to not be like a TV watcher. You know, okay. I never would watch anything. Yeah. Now I'm in my like watching TV era. You're in your era. <laughs> and I watched a really good movie over the weekend. I don't know if you saw a no. trailer for it, The Luckiest Girl Alive. Um, no. Oh, wait. Yes, With the Mila. girl. Yes, the girl looks like she has it all together, and then there's like more to it. But I never saw it because I was like, "Is it scary? Like, I don't know if it's good, and like, do I want to invest two hours? Like, do I, that I might not get back." So I, I highly recommend everyone watches it, especially men. Um, I watched it with Mystery Man and he liked it and he thought it was also very powerful. Um, It's not scary, but it's it's definitely dark. It has like some pretty intense scenes. Um, but it's not like the whole movie. But like, will it give me nightmares? Is it like, I can um, handle like a psychological like thriller, but it, will it give me like nightmares? Is it like Gone Girl vibes? Like I can handle Gone no, Girl. No, it just has some like dark, deep things. I would honestly Google it. Um, do your own research first to see if it could be potentially triggering to you. Cause it, like I said, there's definitely some like intense scenes, but it's not like, um, like it's not like someone's being kidnapped or killed or anything like that. Okay. But but could be triggering. Yes, could be triggering to people. But I really recommend that people watch it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was going to be an innocent movie with Mila Kunis in it. I'll watch anything she's in. And I was like, oh, this took a turn. It took a turn. <laughs> this is actually really sad. <laughs> but really good movie. I highly recommend you guys watch. Okay. I definitely will watch it then. I, it. All I wanted was one person to tell me. Because on Netflix, I feel like they were like, oh, like this just in or like new movie. Yeah. And you never really know. And I feel like these days, like time is like so valuable that you're like, I just don't want (laughs) to take a shot. That's fair. Um, So that's good to hear. I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. Um, Okay, weird aside, but like, and this might not be like the correct thing to say, but are you getting like spammed with like the political texts? Like so many political (laughs) texts. Maybe it's a New Hampshire thing because my phone is like a New Hampshire number. And I think like the New Hampshire polls are happening. I literally like, wow, we've been on here. I need to put my phone on. Do not disturb. Put on the moon, Shannon. The moon. Um, I literally just got 10 texts in a row about like, I don't know, voting for people in New Hampshire. And I'm like, I'm not going to vote for people in New Hampshire. I don't know what's happening, but maybe it's not Massachusetts. What, what are they saying? Like just register to vote? They're like, 
giving me their like campaign ideas like via text. Oh, that's like a whole thing. Oh, they're I trying don't to like win you. Yeah. And oh. like they're like sending me links to like learn more and then they're like giving me a little sales pitch. I don't know if this is a New Who Hampshire thing. Who sold your number to them? I have no idea. That's what I'm wondering. I'm I like, did I sign know. up for political like New Hampshire <laughs> texts? Like I don't get it. Do you want to know what's sad though is that I, if it wasn't for Alex Cooper, I wouldn't even know that it was voting season. Oh, like she's like on this whole big push to vote agenda right now, which is great. I think like she just informed me that like <laughs> elections are around the corner. I had no idea. But like, this is the world that we live in these days is that I'm finding out like <laughs> it's time to vote from a freaking podcaster. Yeah, that's that's something. It's kind of sad, but <laughs> That is hilarious. No, I'm not getting those texts. Um, if I did, I'd probably reply back. I feel like back. that'd be like a good way to like get revenge on someone. Like you sign them up for the political text. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love that. I like it too. Um, there, was, right. there was a big thing that happened over the weekend. I know. It was like breaking news. It was breaking news. All, it's like hell froze over. Pigs are flying. Yeah. Um, Haley Bieber and Selena, Selena Gomez are BFFs. Yeah, I don't know what you'd call it. I feel like when I first saw that photo, I was like, wait, what? Um, so for those of you that may not have seen it, I feel like at this point kind of everyone has, but there was a photo that um surfaced from uh, the, the point that this episode comes out, it'll be a week ago, where Selena Gomez um and Haley Bieber were like um had a photo of them taken with them like posing next to each other at one of like the award shows in LA. I don't remember. I don't know which one. I like looked it up. And it like, wasn't like Maybe a major. No, it wasn't like a major one. And I like moved on. So, um, <laughs> fair. So, um, anyways, it's a picture of them together looking friendly and I thought it was cute. Everyone was commenting. I feel like the majority of the response has been overwhelmingly positive. Like people being like, let's go Queens. Like, it was very obviously like them trying to make a statement of like, we're on good terms. Let's put it behind us. This crazy feud that's been happening for years, like all of this hate, like drama, like let's move on with our lives. Um, and I feel like them taking that picture together was like very bold and like seemed very innocent, but it was like, they knew that they were gonna break the internet when oh, they yeah. did that. I'm more so just confused. Like I wanna know who approached who, like whose idea was it? Was it planned? Was it like a last minute, like, oh, hey girl, like come take a pic like I want to know what happened in that moment so like okay I I don't think it was like a oh hey girl like I think it was definitely like a PR thing I'm sure their yeah. teams were like what do we do how do we make a statement like let's get a picture of them like together to like signal to the world that they are fine with each other so that like the selenators or whatever they're called can back off. Show the fuck out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think it was probably intentional, probably a PR stunt. Not to say, cause so here's what I hate about freaking celebrities is that you don't really know. Like, let's say they like sat down for this picture for this like whole PR thing and they didn't even say a word to each other and then they walked away. Like, but, like I, I could see that. I could see that too. But there's also a part of me that could see like Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber being like genuinely like very nice girls who are like, or like strong women that are like, let's put this behind us, like screw it. And they were like kind of nice to each other and laughing about it. And like, hey, like no bad blood moving on. But like I said, I could also see them just like sitting down, posing for the picture and walking away. Yeah. Like, I don't know what actually happened. And I wish that I did because- they're like obviously the picture is going to serve its purpose, but like no one actually knows like what behind happened scenes, or if yeah. it was like either of their ideas or if it was just completely their team behind it. Cause they're both getting so much like 
everyone saw that everyone's on board, like so much positive reinforcement. Um, I also think it solves two problems. Like the most obvious glaring problem is like Haley's, which is that she feels and has felt for the past few years, like she can't catch a break. She's been married to this dude for years and years. Um, people are still like chanting Selena and Justin like in her face, even though she's like, I'm literally married to the guy. I guarantee you, even if she had a child with him, I'm sure people would still be chanting like, oh, that should have been Selena and Justin's uh, child. Like people are so messed up. So even though she said that like, it doesn't bother her, I'm sure it does. And I'm sure it's at the very least annoying. Um, So that's one problem. I think the other problem that it solves though is for Selena, like she's constantly being reminded by people like that she can't get over her ex-boyfriend. That's that's not like the fun, that's not a fun like role to play either. Like let's say I went through a breakup with a guy that I loved and he moved on. I wouldn't want to constantly be reminded of it by my fans who I'm sure had good intentions, but are just reminding me like, oh, Selena's so pathetic. Like she can't get over her ex, like poor Selena like that's not fun either she wants to move on with her life and like I'm sure she wants to date other people and like do things and not have to be reminded of Justin Bieber everywhere she looks so I'm sure they both like both of either the individuals or their teams were like let's try to put this to bed wait are the Haley fans called the Beliebers because she's a Bieber now no I think it's just Justin does she have her own name I don't know um, she doesn't yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if she starts to. I feel like she's like blowing up, like even more than she was before. I really feel like her fans would probably be just as mean as Selena's fans, but I could see Haley's PR team going to Selena's PR team and planting this idea. Oh, really? I For some reason, I think it's because she got a lot of shit for the Call Her Daddy episode. She did. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like that she was like beating around the bush and stuff. So I feel like to like simmer it down or I could see Selena being an angel of a human and telling her PR team like, no, like let's do something to like put this, yeah, like quiet this. I feel like anytime anyone would talk about the situation, people would just like go off and be extremely aggressive like there's like I agree Haley beat it around the butch a little bit but there's nothing she could have said that would have made people happy any reminder of what happened was gonna send these like insane fans who like I don't know what's wrong with these people no it's actually it's like, you know so those people bizarre. like our age that are like in this group like I understand like the 12 15 year olds <laughs> like they're going through puberty they're going through a lot like I understand <laughs> the a, the, the rage and like the fury, but like you have to imagine like the people that grew up with Justin Bieber, like they're our age. Yeah. So there's people that are our age that are like yelling at Haley Bieber. Like that's just like, so if you're one of those people, like don't listen to the podcast. Like I don't want, I don't <laughs> want you. There's no place for you here. <laughs> if you're a mean Selena Ader, Selena, Selena. If you're, if you're Selena a Selenator that See, it's stupid screams name. at people that are married, then like, then unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. We don't even want you to listen on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Just kidding. We'll, 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 still take, we'll still take that. <laughs> no, dude, I was hoping that we were going to get another review in time for me to continue talking talk. about it. Yeah. I mean, so if anyone wants to, I'm just, yeah. If anyone there. wants to like review us, we love, cause it. now I'm crying for not happy tears. Oh. I like when you guys make me cry out of joy. Abby has, but, but now I'm crying cause I have, no more reviews to talk about. She has no more reviews and no more tears left to cry. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay, Arenator. 
I know that's that's my, my girl. Um, okay, so in other news, BTS, uh, the beloved K-pop band, are to serve a mandatory Korean military requirements starting with Jin, um, who is their oldest member. So I saw this in the news pop up. It's pretty crazy um, to think about. So essentially, in South Korea, they have like a mandated military requirement. It's under constipation or. Conception system, sorry, conception <laughs> system established under like to counter threats from North Korea. So I think like a while ago they like put this like system in place to counter threats from North Korea. So um, South Korea requires that all ab- able-bodied men in the country have to serve at least eighteen months in the armed forces by age twenty-eight. So by the by the you know your twenty-eighth birthday you have to serve in the South Korean army. It's interesting because I feel like with us being in America and us not having these mandates in place, at least, you know, obviously not these days, we're not used to seeing celebrities yeah. act like the the rest of us. So it's, it is very interesting because obviously like BTS is so incredibly famous worldwide. They have such a huge fan base. Actually, coincidentally, their fan base is called, which I was like, I had to take a double take and me and Peter were looking at this. We were like, is this real? So mm-hmm. their fan base is called the BTS Army, which I think is like interesting given the situation. I could see them going for like a petition. Like their fan base is so big and so strong that I could see them somehow getting BTS out of this somehow, some way. Yeah, there's a chance. So I guess the band's oldest member, his name is Jin. He had delayed his conscription for as long as possible and will now rescind his postponement request at this point. So I guess like he had already pushed it out a few times. Yeah. So he's 29 it's like already. jury duty. You, you yeah. postpone true, that. True, true. You, you, you know, send the mayor a couple a hundred dollars and you'd be like no come again in three years yeah true so what 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 can't money not buy that's true i agree with that there are a lot of corrupt countries where i feel like you can kind of pay your way out of that stuff but obviously he's also probably trying to set an example but he's 29 so he's already technically over the age of like what the requirement was so he did already push it back a lot and i'm pretty sure they already did get some like special um treatment treatment. it's actually very interesting because i was like doing some research on it just kind of like seeing what the vibe is so it's not the vibe i'll tell you that Basically, he's going to be initiating his first, so Jin, and then the six other members will also fulfill their military duties based on individual timelines. And then they just put out a statement saying both the company and the members of BTS are looking forward to, you know, reconvening as a group again around 2025 following their service commitment. So they're going on a hiatus until 2025, until they all have the ability to serve, which is just crazy. You know what I mean? To think about because they're like right now in such a huge like a lot of bands break up, but like they're obviously like not at a spot where they'd want to be breaking up. So they're just going to put it on hiatus. And there was another like aside to this article where it said in a country where K-pop has um, wielded enormous influence on politics and the economy, the worldwide success of BTS ignited debates about whether pop culture stars should be excused from military duties because of their artistic achievements. So kind of like what you were saying, I think especially in this country like South Korea, where they are a smaller country, BTS, like, like, I don't know, like they bring in so much money, like they do a lot. So it's almost like, do we excuse them because of all the other ways that they're in a sense? Like, I don't want to say serving their country because that's insulting to the military. So I'm not going to say that, but like they are, putting South Korea on the map in a lot of ways and they're bringing in a ton of money and do we excuse them? 
but I think that they kind of decided that um, they're just gonna get over. They don't want to give people special treatment, but the BTS army have been, you know, lobbying to keep the seven men out of the barracks. That's been kind of like their goal over the past few months. And there's a lot of people that are like exemption supporters. So a lot of people think that they shouldn't have to serve because they say the exemption supporters say that the K-pop mega hit like heightens South Korea's reputation as a cultural powerhouse and contributed to the country's economy. So they're like this band you know, really put South Korea on, on the map in a lot of ways that we might not have been before. They brought in a ton of money. Like, should we really make them do this? So I think it's interesting. I think in America that wouldn't, like, it wouldn't fly. Like, imagine, like, Brad Pitt, like, like, well, imagine, being what I was just gonna say, like, your favorite per I don't know, Ariana Grande. Imagine, like, serving time with Ariana Grande. Like, in no world in America would that. That made no sense. It is interesting. It wouldn't happen here. It just right. wouldn't. Or like Harry Styles, right? Like, he's, no I think, like, 28 years old. Like, Harry Styles going to serve in the army. Like it, it sounds, went, it sounds crazy. Yeah. Cause you're right. You're like, they're probably going to be stuck. You know what? They're probably going to give them some sort of like military requirements where like, maybe they're like not near people. They're doing paperwork because in the Think office. about how many fans I'm sure they'd have. They're had they're, like, I feel like things would get crazy. Yeah. Like, think about how many people out there would be like wanting to talk to you. Yeah. And then they'd be like distracted from serving. Exactly. But I guess like the, like what the people are saying is they're like, they can't make an exception because that would bend the like the rules to help the rich and powerful skip um, a national duty. So they're like, um, South Korea's culture ministry said on Monday that it will continue to review the conscription rules for K-pop stars with no considerations for fairness. Um, I give it six months. I bet they'll serve so? for like six months and then they'll they'll come up with some excuse as to why they're no longer. Dude, 18 months is a long time. That's almost two years. Like that's yeah. basically the pandemic. Like when yeah. we were like, that's crazy. I know. And I do think though, because they're so big that, you know, when I first read that they're going on a hiatus until 2025, I was like, oh shit. Like, hope you enjoyed your 15 minutes of fame. Like you're going to come back and you're going to be relevant. But I honestly think that they have a chance of like staying relevant yeah. because like it's only three years. It's basically 2023. It's only, oh, it's only two years. It's only two years. Yeah. Three. I don't know. Whatever. But like, think about who's, who's getting back together right now. Didn't the back, didn't the Jonas someone, brothers go back together for a while. So many people have gotten back together yeah, recently that, that were apart for way longer than two to three years. So You're I right. think they'll be fine. They will be fine. Um, but it is, I do think it's interesting because I never like really thought about all of this like that before. So. Well, wish them the best. Wish them the best. Have you been keeping up with the Kardashians lately? Like watching <sighs> the new season? Have I? You have. Okay. I don't know what's wrong with me lately, but like every episode has been making me cry. Really? Yeah. Wait, every episode. I'm behind. I need to watch them tonight. What's today? Oh, I think they come out on Thursdays, right? Yeah. But I think, what, there's only three episodes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't remember why I was crying. I think I felt bad for Chloe. I don't remember. So you've been I crying. I remember. Yeah, but, I, well, because I'm worried about Chloe. She, um, who is it? What's her name? There's too many of them. Kendall, I, now I know why Chris forgets her own kids' names. I think it was... Kim brought up to Chloe that like all of her sisters were worried that she was like getting too skinny. Mm. And I was like, mm, well, yeah, it's called the breakup, the breakup 
Well, the breakup diet <laughs> went a little too far. Okay, but like, so this is something that's interesting because I mean, at the time that the show was filmed, obviously Chloe was just going through everything and lost a bunch of weight. But have you seen Kim recently too? Like, she's like so thin, skinny, mini. Yeah, her yeah. arms are like the size of a toothpick. Yeah, and I'm like the last one to like notice because like I I personally fluctuate in weight literally depending on the day, depending on the week, like whatever. But like. I've never seen Kim look like that before. And I feel like her and Chloe both are so small. And I was doing a little bit of research and apparently um, this could be incorrect, but basically um, one of the accounts that I follow, it was just kind of posting stuff about how there is a reputable source that says um, that both Kim and Chloe are using an injectable medication used to treat diabetes and weight management issues called Victoza, and it's similar to semaglutide. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know actually if it's Chloe, but I'm pretty sure this source said that that's what Kim has been using because I understand they're both going through a lot right now, but I've never seen either of them like so like just tiny and like there's like a comparison of Kim like two or three years ago to how she looks now and it's like she's like a different person I feel it's like crazy we could have saw this coming when she when they started deflating their butts <laughs> when they got rid of the BBLs because yeah. once you have I feel like you can't well you can you can do whatever you want but like when you have a butt like they do you you can't like be like stick thin because then you'll be like unproportionately weird so they had to be a little thick but now that they deflated their butts they kind of gotta i think they're just like going for a different look, look. and i think like it goes back to like what we were saying a few months ago where like i think it's kind of weird because they're like using like a body type as like a trend like a body type shouldn't be a trend like some people are curvy some people are not curvy like everyone Preach. has different bodies and they're using a body type as a trend and honestly like I think that there's something fundamentally wrong with that, but it never really like, I feel like as much as that was like, okay, that's kind of annoying. The Kardashians using body, you know, types as a trend, like classic, like what else are they gonna do? Like I thought it was annoying, but it wasn't until I saw this picture of Kim that it really hit me. I feel like so much recently, the trend has been going back to like that stick skinny, like 90s look, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like the Kate Moss vibes. Like I feel like Kim and Chloe and all of these like influencers that are out and about right now, I feel like everything is about like being skinny again. And I feel like for so long, like we moved into this direction of like, you know, people wanted to be curvy, um, body positivity, et cetera, which again, like I think that's still very much like prevalent and I'm happy that it is and I hope that it remains. But I feel like even like the trends in clothes with like low rise jeans coming back in fashion Ugh. that like look good on those like really, really thin girls and there's nothing wrong with being really, really thin. Like I think everyone, everyone's body is awesome. Like no matter whether you're thick, skinny or curvy or bigger, it doesn't matter. But like, I feel like a lot of the trends are going in that direction again. And I think seeing that photo of Kim, just like, that was the first time that I could kind of understand what people meant when they say like, oh, like this is kind of triggering. Because I think that what I'm noticing is there's a lot of girls right now, like on TikTok and on Instagram that are like, okay, we thought you were like, you know, we thought that this mainstream media was creating like body positivity the past like five years, 10 years, however long it's been. And now all we're seeing is like these girls like that are so skinny, that's like so unattainable. And if you're naturally like that, that's one thing. But I think Kim, that's never been like that. Now just like being this like teeny person, people are like, wait, like 
that's making me feel like, is that what is going to be now acceptable again? Like, does everyone have to look like that? And I think a lot of people seem to be bothered by that. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've noticed that or not. No, I definitely noticed that they've been losing a lot of weight. And I think, hmm, I don't know. I don't know who, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there getting BB. There must be, but like, I, I hate the fact that they have such, like they're, I don't even want to call them role models, but they have such an effect on girls Yeah, that it, it almost makes me wish that like they didn't have this TV show because then we actually wouldn't be keeping up with them as often. <laughs> and here we are keeping up. And here we are keeping up with them. And it's hard because like, you know, we know majority of celebrities are probably photoshopping the shit out of their pictures. But like when you see them on the show, you're like, oh my God, like you see them standing sideways and you're like, where's the rest of you? Yeah. And I don't even want to body shame. It's more so just like worried. Yeah. And I'm confused why whatever this Victoza shit that they're using, like, first of all, it's for diabetes. Like, why are you? It's just weird. Like why you have all the money in the world. You can work. You have personal trainers. You have personal chefs. What are you doing taking diabetic medication? And of course, like this is alleged. So like I don't 100% know if that's what they're doing. I guess it's just like what a lot of people are saying that they're doing. But like if that is what they are doing, then that means that like, okay, working out and diet can only get you so far. So we have to take like unhealthy like measures, like unnatural measures to and use medication that's not meant for me to do something in my body that it wouldn't normally do. You know what I mean? To like try to perpetuate like a new trend. I just think that's like crazy. And I don't know. I just, you know, when you see like something new coming in, like you start to notice like one or two of the girlies has like a Lululemon, um, like in your, and then before you know it, you like blink and the entire city has one. Or like you start to see like one of your like first, you know, trendy friends that's wearing a, um, a vest and then all of a sudden the whole city has a vest like obviously I'm being dramatic but I just feel like the Kardashians are always like they're always like kind of setting the tone and I feel like I've just like noticed this lately and then I've also seen a lot of other influencers a lot of other people that have been kind of like perpetuating kind of like skinny culture in a sense and I have also seen a lot of people be like wait like I'm scared I was just starting to feel good about myself what the hell is going on? And I think there's two schools of thought. There's people that are like, hey, you're responsible for your own triggers. Like you shouldn't see someone's body and like that shouldn't trigger you. Like it's on you to control that, right? Like if I'm walking down the street and I see a girl that's 20 pounds lighter than I am, like that's not her fault. Like that's her body. Like it's on me to control the fact that I'm triggered. So I do get that school of thought, but then there's other school of thoughts. It's like, yeah, but like if we're constantly pushing, pushing, pushing online, like, skinny, 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 and people that like have always been like a little bit more curvier suddenly like, you know, size zero, double zeros. Like, are we kind of sending the message, especially to young girls? Hey, like this is now what's beautiful. And if you don't look like this, then like you, you shouldn't be happy with your body, which I feel like is again, like a dangerous route to go down and like a dangerous kind of culture to perpetuate. Yeah, they were promoting what skinny tea and waist trainers True. when they were like normal. Well, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say normal because right whatever. before they but looked like they did they, right now. Yeah. And now yes. you don't see them promoting that. That's a good point. Like I think sometimes as much as I love the Kardashians in a lot of ways, and I think they're geniuses. Like they did, they do promote a lot of things and I'm like, eh, like, are you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> I, but Hey, the skims brand, that's one thing that yes, I would love to own everything in their collection. Cause it's magic, but 
I just have a problem with them using diabetic medication because one, let's say that have for you people. ever heard, yeah, save it for people that need it too. Have you heard of Adderall and three? Like there must be like some truth to, a, I always think there's some truth to a rumor. Yeah. Like some doctor out there is sneaky and is leaking stuff because oh. who would, who would make that up? That's true. Like who would just randomly come up with that? I've also never heard that before. Me neither. You said you heard of it like the other day, right? Randomly? Well, I've heard of like semaglutide. Yeah. yeah, but I've never heard of Victoza, but I guess it's kind of just like name brand versus generic, whatever. Yes. But that's because I'm in the healthcare world. Oh, yeah, true. But I don't know. I'm just like curious to see how things like, I guess, progress over the next like six months, over the next year, like what what's going to come up? Because like this is something I'm just like noticing a little bit and I'm wondering if it's going to like permeate our culture a ton. I'd be lying if I said I didn't freaking Google it to see if it was over the counter. <laughs> it's not. You have to get prescribed. <laughs> so so the case is closed for anyone else that may have. I love like yeah. we're like, yeah, like that's so stupid. What's wrong with the Kardashians? Like on the side, it's like Googling if you can buy it. No, 1000%. But that's not because the Kardashians. I have my own issues. <laughs> But oh my gosh. Wait, so speaking of TikTok, I saw a TikTok, I think like two days ago, that made me so sad. You just talked about crying at episodes of the Kardashians. Yeah. Did this you cry me, at a TikTok? This almost that's my nightly routine. You, okay, you do that often? I've never cried at TikTok before. Oh my God. I'll, it could be, a, I think I have like a disorder where like, if I see someone crying, I cry. You cry. Okay. Whether it's happy tears, sad tears, like it's just weird. I also read something that was like, so... I don't think I get emotional in the traditional sense. Like, I think I can like manage emotions and like, if one of my friends crying, like I can be there for them without crying myself. Yeah. Um, but I do think that there's like this level of like, I need to let it out sometimes. So I think like sometimes like I'll watch a movie that like something happens that's not even that sad and I'll just start crying. Cause I feel like my, like, I need to like let it like out. Vampire diaries or something. Yeah. Like, or like, something stupid like how to lose a guy in 10 days like cry like oh, why no. no reason you know what i mean <laughs> and you're just like crying because you're or bridget jones because you seem to like let it out so maybe that's tiktok for you yeah except it's daily which except i don't it's think it's daily healthy, but how um, often is it like how often um should you cry for it to be healthy because i've read somewhere that crying is good but is it daily is it weekly peter that's a great question i think it, holding in crying is not good okay but crying every day probably isn't good either. No. So maybe somewhere between there. When was the last time you cried? <sighs> probably like a week ago. Okay. When you're having a meltdown. I was having yeah. a meltdown. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. My meltdowns are weird. They're like half crying, half like hyperventilating. Like <laughs> I don't even know if it's really crying. I don't know if tears escape my <laughs> eyes. It's just like more of like a meltdown, um, an overwhelmed meltdown. So if anyone else can relate, let me know. Um, but I was scrolling through TikTok. I saw this girl pop up and it just like broke my heart. So she was basically was just like a video of this girl. She's like in bed, skincare clearly done. And she's just like, hey, like, you know, I'm here I am again. It's another Friday night with no plans. And she was basically just like talking about how her past few weeks, like she hasn't hung out with anyone. Um, she works from home, like she doesn't see any one and, and she just was like, 
I want to post this like so that if anyone else sees it, they know that like they're not alone if they feel like this too. But she was like, I feel like I always see people out with their friends. I see people doing things and like everyone thinks that that's normal, but they don't realize that there are people out there like me who spend their weekends not doing anything with no plans. And she's like, and not because I want to be alone, but because I don't have anyone. And she's like, I just wish I had a group of girlfriends. I wish I had a, a group. And she was like, I just feel like your mid twenties are just so lonely. Sometimes like you're stuck between, you know, your college friends and like your work friends, but also like not quite at the point of having a family yet. And she was just like bawling her eyes out. And I like started crying. Cause I was, was like, Oh, this girl, <laughs> as I dropped my phone. Yes. I saw the same exact You saw TikTok. the same one? Yeah. You were on TikTok too much. Every time I bring up a TikTok video, Abby's like, oh, I watched that one, you know, five minutes ago. That's like, I can't. Wait, didn't she say in the video that she was moving? So okay. she didn't feel like it was worth making. So exactly. Something. So she's like in the comments. So anyway, she's like bawling her eyes out. She's like, your mid twenties are so lonely. Like I just, I wanted just to get on here and say that. And in her comment section, she mentions that because a lot of people were being really sweet and really supportive. And the, and the video got like millions and millions of views and everyone was being so sweet being like, let's hang out. Like I'm looking for friends too, like blah, blah, blah. And she mentioned, she's like, I'm going to be moving soon. So I don't really see the point in making like a group of friends only to move in a few weeks. Um, yeah. But she lives in Charlotte right now, um, North Carolina. And I don't know where she's moving to. Anyways, it was very sad. And I remember seeing it and I was like, oh, like I feel horrible. And I like just like got all of my feels. And then... I clicked on her page cause obviously she was just like a random girl and it was just like kind of like a random video. So I figured it was just some like girl that just got on there and started like talking. And all of a sudden it, I realized I click on her page, she's 1.2 million followers. And I was like, not expecting that. Like I was expecting to click on her page and it to be some random girl that popped on my, on my like random for you page yeah. on TikTok and for it to be someone with like 20 followers or something. <laughs> but this girl had 1.2 million. And I remember being like, wait, but like, how could someone that is like quote unquote famous that has 1.2 million people, like million people that are literally following her be crying about the fact that she doesn't have any friends or anyone to spend any time with. And I think like it just kind of weirdly hit me all of a sudden. I was like, wait, like our generation is so crazy. Like We have people that like have millions of people that literally follow them and want to hear about their lives and comment on all their videos who feel like so alone and feel like they don't even have like a single friend. And then we have people that have like, you know, a hundred followers and have like a huge group of friends. And like, it really just goes to show that I think like social media is just so like inaccurate and things are not the way that they look. And we all think that like someone else has a better, like if I were to see that girl, like I would think like, oh my God, she must have it all. She must have like right a million friends. Like she has all these followers. I'm sure she has a bunch of like cool, like PR deals and deep down, like you don't know what someone's going through. And like, I just thought that was crazy. Yeah. Well, at first I think people, there's always the argument of like, are they an influencer? Are they a celebrity? Like how many TikTok followers do you yeah. have to have to be considered a celebrity? Like I would consider the D'Amelio's celebrities at yes, this point. Yes, yes, Like they have a hundred million followers, but a um, hundred, whatever, one point, whatever million followers is a shit ton of people. But I feel like TikTok has you know, this is the first platform that has really made it easy to go viral and your whole life can change literally overnight. True. Like all it takes is one video and your whole life is completely changed for the better, maybe um, financially at least. But um, she was probably just a normal girl like me and you. I don't know when she blew up. Posting but six on months ago. Like she 
just because you have people following you from like all over the world of the country doesn't mean that like in her hometown, like there's people that are lining up to be her friend. Right. Which I completely agree with. But yeah. like there's this weird part of you that feels like maybe that is what it would mean. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like I just feel like yeah. you think of like even in high school back when like Facebook was a thing or whatever, like I feel like everyone was like, if you have a lot of Facebook friends, like you're popular. Like there was like this weird, like, and obviously we were so young and like dumb. And that was when Facebook was brand new. And I probably only had like, you know, a hundred friends. Anyways. Did you have MySpace? No, I Me missed neither. the MySpace. My mom was I like, no allowed. MySpace. Same. Which I'm thankful for that. There was no need, there was, was no creepy. need for me to be on MySpace. <laughs> like, I just wanted what there was, was it, a like reason. top eight yeah. friends or something. That was toxic. MySpace like created some serious issues. Issues. I'm pretty sure MySpace is probably the root of a lot of people's anxiety to this day. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot Honestly. of people's like imposter syndrome. I can all be traced back to MySpace. That's why everyone's trying to be the best friend. But like it's true. Like I think everyone thinks of it like you associate like at a young age, at least I did in my high school, it was like a teeny tiny high school. And like, oh, like this girl has like a lot of friends on Facebook, like a lot of people wanna be friends with her. Like she must be cool, like whatever. But like that probably wasn't even the case back then. It's just like a mental thing that you yeah. see someone with all these followers, you see someone that seems like they have all this stuff and they actually might be lonely. So I just thought that was interesting, like, like sad, but like interesting because I think it just goes to show that like, I know we say this all the time, but like what you see on social media really isn't the truth. And I've met some of the happiest people like that have 50 followers on Instagram and haven't posted since 2013. And then I've met, met some people like that that are not happy. And I've met people that have millions of followers that are so happy and love what they do. And people that have millions of followers that are super lonely. And like, it's just like, I think it really is like what you make of it. And also like, I just think when we're choosing to comment on people's videos, we need to remember that the person's video is a real person, is a real person and yeah. they might not be like as happy and like put together as they, they seem like they are. I'm really curious to see where she's moving. I feel like it'll be like either LA or Texas. Hopefully not Boston. People here aren't nice. Like I know. Yeah. Like if people in Charlotte aren't being nice, people in Boston ain't going to be nice. That's Personal true. opinion. We'll be nice. If you move here, we'll be nice. But we literally started a Facebook group, free plug, because of the fact that people in Boston are not nice. Yeah, we only have like 7,000 people. No big deal. No big deal. What I will say, though, is Bostonians, they hit you straight. You know what they I mean? Do. There's no fakeness. There's no like, oh, like... I feel like in LA, people are like, oh, let's do lunch, haha. <laughs> like no intentions of getting lunch. If someone in Boston is like, let's hang out, like I feel like they they're, they're gonna hang out with you. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I do think though that where you live can have a huge factor on your social life yeah. because in LA there's, even though it's so shitty that people are shitty and they are probably just using you, there's so many more opportunities. <laughs> I mean, it's like, even though in LA like it's horrible and it's shitty and people are using you and it's just like the worst place, but any <laughs> But they have a lot of amazing opportunities to meet people, to yes, network, to get invited to cool things. And I feel like, especially in Boston, like, and Charlotte, it's not really like a- This is a hub for networking. A, yeah, it's not like a hub for influencers. And I feel like she's probably one of, I mean, I don't know any other influencers That's in Charlotte, true. but um, I feel like it's easier to connect with people that are doing the same thing as you. True. So like, unless she had, like obviously like you have friends through all walks of life, like you have your childhood friends, school friends, college friends, post-grad friends, work friends, 
whatever friends. Um, I'm sure she does have some friends, but maybe just not in Charlotte. I think it's easier to make friends when you're like surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded to you. Like, I feel like it's like when you're looking for a guy, like if you want to attract a guy that golfs and um, what's another hobby? golfs and skis and like does like cool shit like you need to put your you just pick out both the mystery man's hobbies that's yeah. that just not what i needed it's all i could think day. of it's all uh, i could think of you yeah. need to go to places wh where you're gonna find people like that okay which uh, mr i don't know where i found him but um so just like take up golfing and you'll be fine <laughs> Yeah. They always say, if you want to meet a guy, don't go to the bar, go to the library. I haven't tried it. Or the Peter Millar store in Seaport. Just walk by a million times. Yeah. That's exactly. where all the Or the new bookstore they opened up in Beacon Hill. Bookstore. It's so pretty. We have, <laughs> I want to take you there. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, no, but I completely agree with you. I didn't even think about that. Like, even for us doing this podcast, like, okay, so we have nine to five jobs. So we can like relate to like our friends who have nine to five jobs. And we can also, we have work friends that we can relate to. And we have like, you know, friends in our friend circle right. that we can relate to. But like, if you're like a full-time influencer, I, I know that sometimes I give full-time influencers shit, but like, I genuinely mean this. I didn't even think until this second, like it could be lonely sometimes cause you're not going into an office. You're basically working from home every day. Yep. And it's not like you're, um, interacting with people like even if you're working with from home like you're on zoom with people all day long so like you're yeah. really just doing your influencer journey and as much as like you have followers you don't have like you don't see, like you're not really interacting with them a ton no. unless like you're just replying to one of their comments being like thanks so much babe illy like yeah. you're not spending time with them so it could actually be really isolating and lonely yeah um, and like all of your nine to five friends are working during are working the day working during the day so what are you doing you're making content during the day by That's yourself by yourself you're literally by yourself all day. I didn't even think about that. Okay, well, new level of respect for people that yeah, I know. Do that. Yeah. Well, give um give your give your influencer friend some extra love today. <laughs> That's all we had for you guys this week. Thank you so much for listening. We kept under an hour. That's been like our new goal. I know. We're in our era of not keeping you guys longer than we need to. We can get a little chatty and go on tangents sometimes. So we were like, let's just hit them with the stuff. And GTFO. Let us know if you guys like to hear longer episodes or if you like the shorter ones. Yeah. Gail and I are off to our, not our wedding, but like to We're a married. wedding. <laughs> it's the royal wedding. We're going to this weekend. Gail finally has her outfit picked out. We, we chose arriving it together. tomorrow. It you will. actually did help me hand select everything. Gail picked God. a dress with a very long train. So she had to return it. Oh my God. Yeah. It was horrible. Just, it was cute, but it wasn't her journey. It wasn't my journey, but shout out revolve for that fast shipping. Next time you guys hear from us, it'll be Halloween and we will be in active recovery. So oh my God, will it? Right. It will. Wow. This month is flying by. We will be just getting back from New York. We'll be in active recovery, but until then we love you so much baddies. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. It's drinks after work underscore and TikTok drinks after work, no <laughs> underscore. And if you want to join our private Facebook group that we've only plugged three times, the link is in our IG bio. Oh, wait, our, our private Facebook group? Yeah. With 7,000 girls? Yeah. Weird. Love you, buddies. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.